Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. <laughs> it's a close one, but we are going to be able to release this video on time because I know I'm, the skin of our pants. I've elected to do minimal editing with my wow, time. This time it was my fault. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, I used to, like, paw over the audio and, like, do a lot of things to, like, even out the. I mean, I still even out the sound, but. I used to try to catch like every um and every like, and now I'm like, what am I doing? What right. am I doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Not that. Not anymore. Now I'm like, I'm looking for like where we pause for over a second, like an uncomfortably long time. And then yeah. I'm like, ah, I'll trim that guy up. But then I can see it with my eyes in the program. I'm like, oh, that's real obvious. <laughs> Our ums are also very obvious. Well, listen, <laughs> we are where we are. So how we been? How we been? Um, good. Went to Gettysburg over the weekend. We were talking about that. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like, it's very haunted. Oh, I reckon. <laughs> there was a point where we were driving down a back road because they're all back roads. And because we rented a house and I, I was like, I was driving and <laughs> I said, uh, listen, if there is somebody in the road, we are not stopping. Like, that's just, I don't care. That's a ghost. That's a ghost. And he's like, no, no, no. You didn't tell me if there's somebody on the side of the road, you wouldn't stop. I was like, no, as a matter of fact, I will speed the fuck up. <laughs> that part, that supernatural entity has to have a very well-placed sign around them that says, I am a vampire. <laughs> I'm a vampire. And then I'd be like. Right. Me? It's my turn. <laughs> like, do you want to be immortal? Like, that's different. Yeah. You know? I would like. I'd crack the window and I'd be like, "Is it like True Blood Vampire or like a hundred days of night or whatever?" Like, oh yeah, thirty days of night. What are we yeah. doing here? Is it ugly or are we hot? Right. Well, I mean, obviously, if he's hot, then or she, I guess, it doesn't really matter. That's um, fair. No. But uh, yeah, I was like, we're not stopping for nothing. Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. send your message to someone else. Yeah, he was like, well, that'd be so cool. I was like, well, you can get out of the car and I will be gone. <laughs> I'm like, you, will, you will be a story in an urban legend. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what if he's a chatty Confederate, you know, like, and he's like, I've got a lot to say. Yeah, no, no, I'm not interested. Not interested. Not interested. <laughs> I learned way a lot about the Gettysburg uh, massacre. Um, I'm going to tell you for anybody, I'm just going to throw it out there. Anybody who's taking the tour, it is a fucking two hour tour. Mm. Um, yeah. There's a lot because they like to cover the entire battle, which is three, four days. Oh, wow. Uh, if you can avoid it, just try to jump in for the last 10 minutes. That's when <laughs> all the best stuff happens because otherwise you're going to listen about military strategy. I don't give a shit about that i did not give a shit about that. i cared about like the last the last 10 minutes when like the major battle was happening and like the confederates ran out of like gunfire or power or whatever and like you know that was great that part i cared about <laughs> we're just picking up rocks and trying to throw them and the union soldiers were like nah we saved our uh, bullets <laughs> and then got them they uh that one said it sounds like well that was the biggest one for sure in the civil war but I've been to some sites in Virginia that were Civil War sites, and they're not 
it's so odd that well it's not that odd because the internet's like a conglomerate of like poor idea of like mob mentality so like on an individual basis i'm sure everybody is mostly fine but together in a group they're like we're terrible and love the confederacy but when you go to the sites the sites are not like that they're not like ah one time we lost a war they're like this was a horrendous nightmare (laughs) Oh yeah, this I I did not know that Gettysburg was the bloodiest battle ever. Yeah. Like the most people died and I will say the interesting thing was they're doing the tours and there's monuments up to each of the states like 18 union states came and fought for this and Maryland fought on both sides by the way. Yeah. Weird. But um so they had monuments like every state that fought in the thing, but none of the southern states had been allowed to put one up. Mm. Because the United States was like, uh, you fucking lost. <laughs> and so, hang up their banner. So apparently, like, through private funding, they were able to get some monuments in there, like, in the early 1900s. But, yeah, they were not, like, Gettysburg was like, yeah, no, we're not, we're not gonna okay this. Like, you guys lost. Also, what you did was shitty. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't... Anybody who's like, oh, but it's our history or whatever. Yeah, it is our history, and you are learning about it. But it's also World War II is still Germany's history, but you don't see any Nazi flags and Iron Crosses lying around, do you? I mean, you do now, but well, not because they're honoring anything. They're well, just like... And I, I was okay with the fact that there was, you know, the South had put up some monuments about the Confederate soldiers in that specific park. Yeah, um, because that was the battlefield and like, you know, that's history. You don't want to repeat it. But, you know, the tour guide was very she was very knowledgeable, um, but she made a very big point of pointing out that, you know, Pennsylvania was one of the stops in the in the Underground Railroad. Oh, yeah. And uh, Lancaster. There was, tons, there was tons of free African-American people living in Pennsylvania in Gettysburg at the time and that the Confederate soldiers were coming and kidnapping them. So, oh, yeah. like. But, you know, people still want to go, well, it wasn't about slavery. Uh, yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. It was. If if people who live in their own town are now being told by the Union soldiers, you should probably leave town because the Confederate soldiers are coming and we can't do anything about it. You should go. Like, it's pretty shitty. <laughs> it's so wild that people are like the, the stretch that has to happen for them to be like, it wasn't about slavery. It was economic. The only reason why was slavery because your labor was free. I know. I, I, I know. And they still say the same thing. They're like, well, it was about the economy. I'm like, the economy was based on cotton and breeding slaves. Yeah. So yes, it was about economy, but that was behind the slavery. <laughs> yeah. That was like a key component. Yeah. <laughs> like, war is not about gasoline consumption. Well, it can't run without it, can it? Right. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. So apparently the whole reason the Confederates tried to take Pennsylvania was really for the farmland. Because it was the time of year when everything, they didn't have any food. And Pennsylvania is just far, like lousy with farmland. Oh, sure. And, very- um, yeah. So they were thinking that if they could get Pennsylvania it would demoralize the Union troops and that they were going to win. But they didn't even come in there with enough troops to begin with. Yeah. But, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. But, yeah, I would recommend just the last 10 minutes of the battle is really exciting. Hearing about how they were standing on a hill for, like, three hours and started rain and the – don't care. Don't, 
Don't no, good. no, no, thank you. No, don't care. But it's a nice town. It's very LGBT friendly. Oh, I reckon. Um, I really did not expect it. I thought it was going to be a little more hicky than it was. Um, because they do speak with Southern drawls there. Because Baltimore yeah. is only like half an hour away. <laughs> I've been getting into several comedians like Trey Crowder and stuff who are from the Deep South who are um, not hicky in that way. Yeah. <laughs> and they, it's great. They're very funny. Oh, yeah. They were flying the flags. They were whatever. It was great. There was a lot of LGBT. I mean, it was Father's Day and also it's Pride Month. Um, but there was a lot of, of LGBTQ people visit that you could tell were LGBTQ. Let me just put it that way. Um, <laughs> and nobody was harassing them or it, it was nice. What do you mean? Like on an individual basis, most people are just normal people. Yeah. And then like, I don't know the new, that's not, a, that's not exciting to watch. On the no. It's also a college town. There is I a went, college there. So I went to pride night at city field for the New York. I Met. saw your pictures. I won uh, a gift card to oh. the thing. It was nice. awesome. It was awesome. It was, I got a little pride fan that does a snap. I saw it. I was jealous of your pride fan. Let's go. Mets. I know. And it was work tickets. So I got like free food, free beer, free like, nice. I know, man. I was like, oh. for our 25th wedding anniversary, you'll have to come up for it. Uh, there's a party deck out in the outfield. I don't like, I had a great time because I think this is fun. But, like, you're pretty close to that outfield, I got to say. <laughs> like, if they hit a home run, you'd, it's coming to you. Wouldn't that suck for you if I caught the ball, the one person who doesn't want to be there? <laughs> but you, want, you do want to be there because it's free. Like, it's free well, outfield. I would be there for you. <clears throat> I don't know how much vegetarian stuff they have, but whatever. I can eat french fries. It's fine. <laughs> I have never starved at anything. <laughs> That's true. They do have French fries there. Yeah. There's, you can always get a French fry or a potato. They have um, gourmet food. <laughs> All right. I'll show you. Are you ready for tonight's, today's? Oh, happy Litha, by the way. Oh, happy Litha. I thought my joke post would have gotten more love but than it did, but that's fine. I Yeah, I sucked this week at the Instagrams. I apologize. That was that's not your fault. I posted it to our Instagram and I was like, man, this is not getting the love. I was funny this year. And whenever I'm not funny, everybody's like, oh, that's right. He's loving Mother Earth, baby. And I'm like, sacrifice your neighbors. And they're like, dislike. I did. I was like, oh, art. Ah, Peter's going to sacrifice a horse on your name. Yeah, I was like, I am right here. I thought of you when I typed it out. I was like, ooh, I'm going to type did. horse for Danny. Oh, bitch, I am right here. <laughs> Yo, I heard that it's sacrifice a horse. I'm like, mm. And he lives in horse country. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Get him a hoagie for Christmas. Um, all right, so this person has nothing to do with horses. That's okay. Yeah. And uh, I was going to do a um, goddess, but I was like, eventually we're going to have to like double up, so we might as well start now. I'm going to tell you that, uh, once again, we're going to have the same problem, I believe, until we get to some huge names. And really, there's only four of them on that list where there's just not a lot of information. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to preface that. We project onto them 
what we feel is we are going to we'll be projecting a lot on this person. <laughs> so our god is called Bele Mar. So it's oh. spelled B E L I, and then the second part of it is M A W R. Oh, okay, that is his Welsh translation. Um, he is translated into English as Belly the Great, B E L I the Great. Um, and he was originally, they think, known as Belenos, who was the Celtic god of the sun. Okay. Um, I was trying to pick a summer god, and apparently Beltane in Celtic is celebrated in the summer. Mm. It was. It was summer there, so um, I was trying to do something for Litha. Um, but he does have an impressive... He is impressive in, in other ways, so... Uh, he is an ancestor figure in medieval Welsh literature and genealogies. Now, the reason I put that in there with the genealogies is that um, a lot of kings, and when I say modern kings, I'm going to say up until they stopped having their own kings out there. Um, it was a big deal to be able to trace your lineage back to him. Mm, that's so there was many, many kings who claimed that they were descendants of Bellimar. Um, right up until, I want to say the the early 1800s. Wow, that's really quite a long time. It is. And, um, you know, so that was their way of having their royal line. So in royal lines in Wales was tracing their ancestry back to this god or this deity. Um. So he has a lot of very famous children. And I know we should be covering that under children, but it's important because he doesn't really have, this is basically his notoriety as well. Yeah. Um, he is the father of Caswalan, Arianrod. Hey! Yeah, Lud Lud Arant, Lefleces, and Af Yeah, I don't know. Afiak. I'll and tell I'm you like, what. What? Lou is a real popular name there. It is. But you're, so it's not the Lou that you love. That's the one that Mary's bled with. Right. And the one of the long spear. I know that's two different boys. Yes. Yeah, so it's, this is Lou of the, um, the one that was able to do basically the Jack of all trades. Oh, okay. Wanted, yeah. Um, he wanted to join the other fairy folk and they said, well, we already have this. We already have this. We already have this. And so he was like, I can do all these things. So that's one of his kids. Um, Casa Walluan. <laughs> uh, killing. Yeah, killing it. Was a, actually a historical British military leader who claims that Bellymar was his father, who led the defense against Julius Caesar's second expedition to Britain in 54 BC. Wow. Right. Uh, Laflaces was the king of Gaul. Um, and his brother, Lou, well, Ludlaw, Ludlaw Lou, uh, became the king of Britain. Okay. Um, and then the last daughter, Affleck, it's not Affleck. <laughs> it's Affleck. That's what they it's named it after. That's crazy. It's spelled A-F-A-L-L-A-C-H. So I know there's a cock at the end. But like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... She or he is thought to be the father of the goddess Madron, who was the inspiration for Morgan Le Fay. Oh, hello. Yeah, so he has. 
Yeah. And that's why I had to put this in. It couldn't just be his family line because it is part of his notoriety. It's like what makes him, um, you know, like him. Um, in some medieval genealogies, he's listed as the husband of Anna, who is the cousin of the Virgin Mary. Hello. Yeah. Other sources give his wife as Dawn, D-O-N with a little squiggly. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Dawn, his wife, is the daughter of Mathwa. Um, math. math. What? Just re- like regular math or like? No, M- it's one of the, the, the nephews. That gets oh, okay. Matha when we? Mm. That's the one we did cover. Because there's like Big Daddy Math who has the kids. And then there's regular Math who's the uncle who's like, gotcha, bitch. That, okay, so that's, that is his father-in-law. Oh, hello. And then Belly and Dawn. So they were the parents of Arianrod. But the mother of Belly's other children um, are not mentioned. So he is mentioned probably because of who Dawn is, the daughter of, um, and then gives birth, you know, she gives birth to Arianrod. Um, he is frequently thought of as a solar figure. The name has been related both to Gaelic elements, meaning fire and light, as well as Celtic-derived Latina words denoting beauty, as in Bellissima. Hmm. Uh, Bellinos, later known as Bellimar the Great, was the Celtic god of the sun, representing the curative powers of the sun's heat. His festival at Beltane, when bonfires were lit to welcome in the summer and encourages the sun's warmth, was held on May 1st and is still remembered in today's May Day festivals. Um, his symbols were the horse. Um, oh! But what they would do is they would give clay horse offerings. <laughs> they take extra special care and give apple treats to all the horses. Yes. Um, he's also considered the god of the wheel. Um, and according to one um, Welsh website that I went on that was like a Welsh history site, they are um, they likened it to how Apollo kind of became associated with a chariot because oh. he drove it across the sky. Um, Belenos was probably associated with the horse and the wheel for the same reason. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's his notoriety. It's there's, he doesn't have a great story. I could not find any mythology on him, but he's pretty significant. So it was weird. I don't know if maybe just like nothing fantastic happened that they needed to write down. They were like, ah, he just does his job. He has some great kids. Like, here we go. He just gets the job done. That's what I heard. So again, that's his notoriety. Um, so family line, blah, 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 or his Arthurian line. So this is the set. Do we rate the first bit? Do we rate the notoriety? Don't we? We have four. Yes, we do. We have four. We have notoriety, family line. Notoriety. Yeah. Duh. Okay. I'm giving him an eight. <gasps> wow. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm giving him an eight because I feel like while he doesn't have a great story, he's I mean he's pretty freaking important. He is. I'm giving him a five. Well, it was going to be a lot lower. Well, well, which you know I love a sun god. You know me. I'm, oh, I'm I know. Still salty about Apollo. He's gonna get you. 
<laughs> in my heart, I was like, I owe Apollo. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, like I'd like a, a myth- mythological story that is his own. To, like, I wanted to hear like something about like maybe if he reacts to something that happens with Arian Rod or nothing, nothing, nothing. He's just doing his thing, chilling out, been married twice, like whatever. Get off my lawn. I feel like something really important must have happened that got lost somewhere because Welsh royalty insists on tracing their lineage back to him. Right. So there's got to be something that like, and again, the internet's a rough place because you got to dig through so much fanfic, you know, Mm. um, that like, I thought I was onto something and then I realized that this person was just really making shit up. Um, so I tried to stick with like, you know, scholarly and they just didn't have any stories about them. <laughs> what happened? The story got horny, but not in a scholarly way. Well, you know, all of a sudden, like King Arthur's rushing in and I was like, but you know, you're reading it and you're like, and, and then he invited some people over. I'm like, I don't think that happened. And then I'm looking down and I'm like, mm, no, no. <laughs> like I was, I, I was like, and then the fact that they kept switching over his name yeah. And I was like, they've already established that that was the Celtic, that was his Celtic version. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they kept trying to say that he was the god of Litha when it's very clear on his name, it's Beltane. Like, because um, they were like, he's the god of Litha. And I was like, but he's not. If he's the god of the sun, then it wouldn't be Litha because that's the solstice. That's same, same. You right. want long to stay for the god of the sun. Right. And while he is a sun god, his holiday is Beltane. Right. Because, and hence his name. (laughs) So, yeah, I was like, well, you guys are not really reading what you, like, like what's right there. (laughs) Beltane's like peak summer. Right. Well, first. Well, I know, but like in this day and age. I know. You'd know it because I could see my flipping breath outside today. Yeah, I wore a dress to work and then had to put on a giant sweatshirt. I'm like, really? So cold. I'm so sad. I know what's going on. And gray. It's gray. A, uh, a person I know in Australia, um, she's still like, I don't know her personally. She's like an e-friend. Uh, she's like, I do. I meet with a group of other women and we have a little meditative circle and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, like everything she's describing is like I'm like oh do we have like the first foot out of that broom closet girl is that what's happening and I think it is because she's watching a documentary about witches on the BBC ah. and I'm like uh, uh-oh. I don't think your husband you married a muggle good for you though keep it always marry a muggle keep a muggle in line that's right you always need the muggle to kind of like balance you out oh uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, you do. You do. And, and let's be honest. High, high, then forget it. You'll never. <laughs> no, you guys will never come back down to earth and nothing will get done. <laughs> be out there ghost hunting all the time. <laughs> so we disagree on our assessment. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, on to his family line slash Arthurian line. Okay. So he is proposed proposed to be the grandfather of Morgan Le Fay. And I'm willing to accept that he is because 
the um, the scholarly texts that I went to all were saying that that's where his um, granddaughter Mondred, uh, that's probably where her name came from. Mm. Um, and considering that it's so close, like if you switched the D and the R, it would be Mordred. Um, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. So he does have a definite Arthurian line. Um, and it has also been suggested that the Welsh form of his name, which is Bellimar, lived on into Arthurian romance and got turned into the King Pelinor of Lister Nor. I don't know who that is. I'll buy that. Um, Never really in the movies, but you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I'll be honest. I haven't read a whole lot of Arthurian lore. Um, that wasn't <clears throat> highly either commercialized or really fictionalized. Right, uh, right. But Pelinor was said to have been of the royal line um, of whose dynasty guards the Holy Grail. It all goes back to that grail. Yeah. And he's called the maimed king after being wounded by a Holy Spirit, having doubted the powers of the grail. So they, they're suggesting that they kind of wove him into the story and gave him King Pelinor's. Oh, which might be why. Oh, which might be why the royal lineages keep going back to him. Oh, because he would have been a keeper of the grail. Yeah. And they turned him into a king in the Arthurian legends. Mm. Maybe that's why. I mean, I couldn't find any evidence of that, but I'm, I'm going to suppose. I like that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I'm like, I'll suppose that. More of an epiphany, really, but. What are we going to give him for King Arthurian? Well, just so you know, mm -hmm. if this is really him, he has um, one, two, three, four, five, five kids who joined the round table. Um, and his Great. grandnephew is uh, Galahad. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, he's the one. Where is other kids that went to the round table? Anybody good? Um, it says Tor. I, Tor. Um, they were the first of the round table. Oh. Um, Tor, Lemel, Dornar, and Percival. Um, and it was Percival who was one of the first Grail seekers. Yeah, I'm a, ooh, Percival's a good one. Yeah, they're uh, I mean, and they can all be winners. And Percival's sister sometimes known as Didren, becomes a servant of the Grail and helps them achieve the mystical objective as the Grail heroine. And another one of his daughters dies early when he unknowingly ignores her pleas during her pursuit of the questing. Mm. That's kind of a bummer. But yeah, so his Arthurian line's pretty strong. I do like it. I like it a lot. It's not a common one. It's not like uh, Lancelot, you know, for example. Yeah. It's and it's uh, it's like kind of uh, very tendrily. Yeah, I really like that. I'm gonna give him a seven. I'm just gonna give him another eight. Well, 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 well. well Who's well. racking up the points here today? I know. Uh, well, because because here's where he falls short. <laughs> uh oh. So neo pagan love. None. In the stretch, if you're celebrating Beltane, I guess. But let's be honest, we're not really honoring him when we're doing it. Mm. Um, and I do not find, I could not find ancient cults. I couldn't find nothing. The people that are 
worshiping him online really are not worshiping him online. They think that they're doing something. Uh, <laughs> and they're calling him Beltane, and that's just incorrect. Just because his name, I, I think Beltane came from his name, but I don't think calling him Beltane is the same. I don't think so either. That's like calling somebody baseball because they play baseball. Right. <laughs> right. And I think that's a little lazy, to be honest. So I'm not going to give him Beltane, even though it is celebrated. It's not really. I'm going to give him a two for that. Yeah, I'll stick with the two, too, as well. Because maybe next year I'll, uh, I'll pet a horse for him. So pop culture. <clears throat> um, apparently, <laughs> churches love him. Really? Oh, yeah. Things are weird. It's right. So well-known <laughs> examples. So there are, I, I only included these, but these are, and there's a reason. So there's well-known examples of statues of him, including St. Michael's Mount in Cornwall and the churches of St. Michael in Devon and the Borough Mump and Glastonbury Tour. And they all are supposedly set in a line that faces the rising sun at Beltane. They did get into that sort of thing. I don't know if the Christians did, but I guess they put it there themselves. It's yes. not like they put around it on pagan, Some pagan, you know, things. But again, here's the thing is May Day is still celebrated by the church. Yeah, it is. So I don't know that that is like such a like a ooh scandalous thing, you know? No, probably not. I mean, dancing the maypole might be a little bit more scandalous if you ask me. Perverts. Right. I think the fact that um, it's statues of him, but as a king, mm. is probably more in line with the Arthurian tales of the Holy Grail. That that adds up. Yeah. No, you can go find. You can't find statues of where you know. Right. I'm giving him a five on that. Only because I kind of like how they line up and face the sun. Agreed. And uh, that, that's it for this guy. Um, I think he scored pretty well. Here, I pulled up the doc so we could see. Well, all right, let's put on these glasses to see. Oh, my God, I just got, I just got bifocals. <gasps> How's your bifocals working out? Um, I'm going to go get them. Put them on. So I actually see so. I mean, I'm still working on not getting dizzy when I'm using them. <laughs> they're progressive, so you can't see the line. But I am definitely the old lady now. But I also did not know how great it was to actually be able to see things up close. I'm going to... Get, I so I usually go to Zenny to get my glasses and they've been fine for years and years. But now, like, I feel like there's a dip in quality. Mm. Uh, I can't see anything. Everything's blurry. I mean, the, the bifocal part is fine because I don't think that has my prescription in it necessarily. But the prescription part, I can't see. I can't read any words, any signs, no licenses. Do you have your window open? I have the back door open for the cat. Why? Okay. Every once in a while, I hear wind. Oh, I think it's the AC kicking on and off. Oh, maybe. Uh, anyway, I was going to be like, well, maybe I'll get some proper glasses made at the glasses place and just spend the money on it. Go to Target. I get mine at Target. Oh, really? That's a good idea. Well, and I like Walmart. 
Walmart and Target. Um, well, I like Walmart these days better than Target, but I like their opt. There's one right in Levittown that I used to go to all the time. Um, and oh, your insurance might cover some of it. I do have insurance. Yeah, your insurance might cover some of it. I only paid. I only had to pay 125. Oh wow! Frames. All right, I'll investigate this after we're yeah. done here. No. Uh, his score, if you're interested to know, is yes. pretty high, actually, oh. for this group. It's a 42. Really? Yeah, he's... Um, Interesting. <laughs> he got higher than math, my math, math, math Bithwani. Really? Yep. He only got a 40. No, okay, wait, hold on. Math Mithwani, it was his son. Or his, no, Math Mithwani is his brother-in-law, father-in-law. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. All right, I confused myself. That's like, that's <laughs> the one that is brothers with Arian Rod. Yes. Because it's like, Lou is his uncle. Lou, he's the uncle to his nephew, Lou. Whereas yes. then he's going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to Well, get, so what's his score? Get my sister. <laughs> what's um, Belmar's score? 42. Ah, Bronwyn still beat him with a 46. Crazy, right? She had a good story, though. She really did. Do we think we're putting this guy through? Hmm. Yeah. I was going to say yes, too. I really like his um, Arthurian. I know. Um, I like like his uh, his lineage. I think that's really... I think it's really fun to get into, like like the deeper lore of the Arthurian myths. Not that, I, and I like the, I love the grail lore. Do you know, like that's the best Indiana Jones and everybody knows that that's, that's no mystery. But like, it's just so fascinating. Like the Arthurian part of it, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it doesn't fit factor into Indiana Jones, but it maybe. No, but I had, but you know, the thing is, is given that, so given that they pulled that into Indiana Jones of all things, like just shows how like ingrained that legend is in so many things, because I'm sure once we start really deep diving into the Arthurian legends, it's going to be amazing. Like what stuff was actually based on it. Yeah. There's probably a lot of obscure stories that we just thought were stories. Like I, but I love all like the magic and, and, the godliness of all of that stuff so much. Like I liked the Clive Owen movie and that's cute and everything. Cause he's hot. But like when you take all the magic out, you just, you're just left with like a bummer. You are, you're left with a bummer. You're left with, you're left with, um, a cheating wife. Like, yeah. So like when I saw Anastasia on Broadway, they did a play version of it. I and they, Right, and they took all the magic. They took out magical bat and magical Rasputin, and oh, all your with... dark of the night. <laughs> but then the bad guy becomes just Russian revolutionaries, and that's a really fucking sad. It was. I mean, which was probably more truthful. But yeah, they took all sure. of the. Yeah, they took. I, I needed Rasputin. <laughs> I need a silly talking bat. I just need silliness in to make that more palatable. Otherwise it's just like, isn't this a big bummer? It ends a bummer too. So good news. Yeah, everyone. Tina and I went and saw it and we were both like, uh, where's our dark of the night song? Like, <laughs> played like the, the, the like background music of it. Like while everybody was being bummed out, being shipped off on. Yeah. Bus <laughs> no, thank you. 
I was like, oh, it's not sad. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, all right, so we have another going to the throne. So we'll type in the yes there. Score 42. That's our guy. And got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I already plugged the hell out of Gettysburg. Ooh, go to uh, a national park. What? I said go to a national park. Well, it was a national park. I know. Um, I want to see the Barbie movie. <gasps> oh, my God, so bad. So bad. Get me that Barbie movie. I think it comes out the weekend you're coming down. It doesn't really. Do we have to see it? Why? Because I'm going to go see Gina the weekend before, and I was so bummed because I thought it was coming out that weekend. It is July 20th. It oh, that's the weekend after. Ah, yeah, that's the weekend of- after we go. Well, fine. Fine. Bummer. All right, well, I'm going to go see it. I don't care if I have to go by myself. Oh, yeah, no. I'm de- I need it. I just need it. It looks. I like- know. There's so much, like... There's so much happening there. I just need it. <laughs> and I get I get what the premise is. It's not exactly, they're not breaking new ground there, but I love that premise. Give that premise to me. I love Margot Robbie too. So, and all of the people that are in that movie. Like, I'm, I was so excited when I saw all the Kens. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw uh, the chick from Saturday Night Live, what Barbie she's playing. No. Oh my God. So they released another trailer. She's the Barbie, you know, and she even talks about it. She's the Barbie that you scribbled on and cut the hair. (laughs) But like, as soon as she said that in the interview, I knew exactly what her character was going to look like. Like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is going to be amazing. I know. But anyways, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, go to a national park and I mean, objectively, I still do the Stargate podcast, but we haven't recorded in many months. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to put it in the description. I'll give a little plug there. Uh, a fellow that I know, they um, they do a podcast where they take a suggestion for like a like battle between mm-hmm. comic characters, like. And they just narrate a fictitious fight that they decide, and they decide who wins and everything. They just script an entire little drama of like you know, two two people enter, one person leaves kind of situation. I would listen to that. Uh, I did voiceover for it. I did. It's only like a few lines, uh, but I did Hartley Quinn. Nice. My New York accent coming in handy. Yes. Uh, so that's exciting. So go listen to that podcast. Um, Harley Quinn a company is fighting with, I want to say it was X-Men X-Force with Deadpool and the gray. Anyway, nerds, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so that's fun. I did that. I got to do voiceover work. Nice. Uh, you can like, follow and subscribe to us at last God pod on Twitter and Instagram. Last God podcast last god standing dot podbean dot com is where this is hosted and leave us a five star review you can do it right in app we would really appreciate yes. it uh, thank you to Mike Jacino for our theme music and thanks to our listeners like share and subscribe goodbye bye